0: Jeff it's Longhorn Notebook.
1: Let's go ahead and get your daily Max ASMIS update. Is there one? Well, I think it's the fact that I've made some calls in the last 36 or so hours. I'm mm-hmm. getting the fact that either Kansas State has either done one of two things. They've either accepted defeat in the Max ASMIS recruitment or mm. they are just flat moving on. Hmm. Uh, it seems like one or the other. I, I don't know. I don't think they've completely given up hope yet. I mean, I look, you have to keep the door open, right? As talented a guy as he is. But it does seem like they've started to focus their efforts on Tyler Perry from your alma mater from North Texas, who's yeah. a really good player yeah. for Grant McCaslin. And I know he's been sought after
0: by multiple schools. Including Texas Tech. Right. So uh, That's Tyler with an O, by the yeah. way. T y l o r Tyler, but it's pronounced Tyler. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. So I, I just don't know, Craig. If there's anything to update other than the fact that uh, I'm expecting this to happen at some point. Uh, I don't know. I don't know when, but I do know that everything I continue to hear, I haven't heard anything other than Texas feels good. I know that's kind of the same thing. Same thing I said up yesterday, but that's all we got to go on right
0: now. Well, there's two. Depending on which academic institution you're referencing but there're 2 to 3 weeks of a semester left. Yeah. So some guys there's time. Some, some guys, guys are wait. done. Yeah.
1: They're done early. Like I know Dylan Mitchell and Tyrese Hunter, they're out in LA doing draft prep. Uh-huh. Uh Dylan I know is done. Yeah. And Tyrese uh I think is I think finished up. Earlier this week, yeah. I think, or was close to done. And and sometimes week.
0: it deals with uh, getting projects finished and yeah. things like that. I was, <laughs> I was talking to my son, who's now a senior at Midwestern State, and he was talking about a, a couple of different things. And he goes, Well, I'm done with that class. And I said, You're done with it? And this was like a week ago. And I said, Aren't there like, there like a month to go in the semester? And he goes, Yeah, but we've done all the work that that we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, I, I think, an online class as well. So he said, yeah, we're, we're done. So, yeah, it, it sometimes it happens that way the way some classes are done.
1: And Craig, so Texas has reached out to you because uh, whether they get Max Aismas or not, they need guards. Mm-hmm. Like even if Tyrese Hunter comes back and you get Max Aismas, you still only have two guards mm-hmm. for this next season. So one of the guys they've started to reach out to, one of the more – and keep in mind, one of those dates to file away, the transfer portal deadline, the deadline to – put your name in the transfer portal mm-hmm. is May 11th. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're coming up on that date fairly soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jindal Weaver from uh, UTA, from UT Arlington put his name in the portal. Recently, Texas has reached out whack freshman of the year, nine point, I think nine and a half points a game, about four and a half rebounds, two and a half assists. Uh, a kid, a young man, you saw play because he's a Mansfield Timberview guy, and they uh, mm-hmm. they typically make pretty deep runs in the yep. playoffs. We're in the state title game in 2022, correct? But did Duncanville get stripped of the state title they yes. won in 22? Okay, yes. did it just did it get awarded to Timberview retroactively, or is it just vacated? I think it was vacated. Okay, because uh, Timberview played uh, Duncanville in the yeah. state championship game, but you know he was a really good player at Timberview, kind of. A kid that kind of slipped through the cracks, but 6'3", 164. You, you look at the measurables, you look at what he did this year uh, for for what's been a pretty solid UT uh, UT Arlington program. I think, Craig, he would kind of fill that void that the Texas staff was hoping to fill with Jaden Nunn from VCU. Uh, you, you look at Weaver, shot 40% from three this past season. He's uh, got some length to him, got some athleticism. So that's really what the, one of the needs for Texas is. Can you get, number one, a shooter, and number two, a guard with some length that's capable of defending multiple positions? I think he, Weaver would knock out both for you.
0: Would, would the math work out in the overlap anyway where he would have been recruited initially in high school by Chris Ogden? Mm-hmm.
1: Potentially, yes. Yeah, I think there might be some overlap there because he's a class of 2022. He's right. a true freshman this last year. Yeah. So I think they're probably maybe if when he was a sophomore or junior, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Just wondered about that because that's what I'm thinking of, obviously, with UTA. Right.
1: Right. But yeah, he's had, I mean, just pretty much every every Power Six program in the, in the state has reached out and Multiple schools. As a matter of fact, did I have that list in front of me of the schools that have reached out to him? Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech, Texas, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, SMU, Iona, Ohio State, North Texas, Cal, Buffalo, Wake Forest, Grand Canyon, Vanderbilt, Arkansas State, Colorado State, Loyola, Marymount. Those are just the uh, schools he heard from. In the few hours after he put his name in the portal.
0: You think Iona's going to rise to the top of the list now that <laughs> bro, Patino isn't bro, there I'm anymore? I'm going to
1: guess that's going to be a pretty tough sell. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the Max Ace weight continues, but Texas, man, they need guards. Your front court, honestly, your front court is pretty settled at this point. You, you With Caden Shedrick coming in, Dylan DeSue coming back, you're going to get Ron Holland in from Duncanville. Speaking of the uh, – well, I, I totally brain farted on where I was going with that. We were talking about the Texas High School uh-huh. State Championships, the UIL State Championships. Uh, Ron, you got Ron Holland coming in, Brock Cunningham, and Alexander Mekwe coming back. I think maybe you might need one more, and I think it would be, uh, developmental is not the right word to use, but I think a multiple year forward that has some nice projectable tools, maybe not a, a high-level producer right now, but a guy that you look at and say, okay, he's got some projectable tools that – after this year, you know, kind of a learning year to play behind Dassault and Shedrick. And because, you know, Ron Holland's gone after this next year as well, you know, let him learn. And then for that 24 25 season, then maybe he's ready to be a frontline guy for me. By the way, Brock Cunningham also gone after this year. So whoever they take, I, I'm going to go ahead and guess it'll be somebody that's got multiple years left that they feel like is willing to maybe play that, that secondary role and then jump into a big time role the following season. So other than that, you know, okay. after that, your front court settled and then. All the focus shifts to to guards
0: yeah uh okay uh, and there is uh your longhorn notebook for this hour.